Welcome to Agriculture In-Depth, presented by Kimball Livestock Exchange and Sioux Nation in Fort Pier. I'm DRG Media Group News and Farm Director Jody Heemstra. My guest today is Art Smith with East Pier Landscape and Garden Center. We'll hear from him after this. Safety in your cattle operation is imperative to not only you, but your cattle as well. From front to back, from tube to chute, AeroQuip cattle chutes go through extensive testing to ensure reliability and safety. With an extremely user-friendly design, you're in for a smooth operation every time. AeroQuip cattle chutes are the safe equipment you can trust every step of the way. That's one benefit, but not all. For more information, see Sioux Nation in Fort Pierce, South Dakota. Much of central South Dakota is heading into its third summer in a row with intense drought conditions affecting everything from crops and pastures to lawns and trees. Smith says drought-stressed trees are more susceptible to pests and diseases. Not necessarily limiting them to deciduous trees, the one that drop their leaves. I have seen some winter damage on evergreens, spruces. I believe they were Colorado green spruce and a Colorado uh, and a Black Hill spruce. Uh, looked to me like it was winter damage, just didn't get quite enough water. So uh, the best thing to do is not to just assume they need the water. They probably do, but go outside with a screwdriver and stick it into the ground. If it sticks in real easy, uh, there's probably adequate moisture. You can stick your finger down there too and kind of see, but you need to go deep uh, with that, deeper than your finger can go. And if it's hard to push the screwdriver into the ground, uh, that means there's probably not very much moisture there. And so it's time to to water. Now, the deciduous trees that are starting to leaf out, uh, our, our soil temperatures, all of that, they have not been needing much water throughout this whole uh, this, throughout the whole uh, winter time. Um, and when the water, excuse me, when the ground temperature is at 32 degrees, which we just got out of, water doesn't move anyhow. Uh, our ground temperatures are in the mid 30s to very low 40s. At 40 degrees, the water starts to move a little bit more, uh, but not anything like when it's in the 50 degree range. But those leaves start budding out and those trees are going to start using water then. And so it's, it will be critical for them to get their water, uh, you know, get water to them. And it's likely you're going to see very dry conditions and you are going to start noticing uh, stress in the trees. And in the spring, you do have that flush of growth, so it's really kind of hard to see the stress, but it will manifest itself by the probability of that tree or those trees getting more diseases or not being able to repel insects like a healthy tree would. And so you start to see disease and insect problems when, in fact, if it was a healthy tree with plenty of uh, adequate moisture, it would have been able to fend for itself quite well, and you never would have seen that disease happen. So it's not quite a, a cut and dried thing, um, but because uh, of this time of year, there's going to be a natural flush of growth uh, anyhow. So it's best to, you know, stave that off by simply just uh, watering your tree uh, with, before long, before it shows any signs of stress. Remind us, Art, as far as watering a tree, what are the tips and guidelines for watering so that the tree gets the best use out of the water we're trying to give it? The uh, canopy is, is describes the, the, the leaves and branches of a tree. Okay, The roots of trees extend out past the canopy. Uh, the edge of the canopy where there's a drip line or whatever you want to call it. 
so you realize that the the roots just aren't right around the the center of the tree. Um, a lot of people use the water bags that go you know just around the center of the trunk and water the tree that way, and that's the only water the tree gets. That is better than no water, but there's a lot of roots that don't get water that way. About 70% uh, of the roots of the tree, uh, excuse me, of the, 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 the critical area to water on a tree is about two-thirds of the height of the tree out from the trunk. So, in other words, if you have a 30-foot-tall tree, that circle 20 feet out from the trunk going all the way around the tree, that's where you should try to focus in on the watering area there. And only in very rare circumstances is a lawn sprinkler system designed or going to water a tree appropriately. And I say that for the reason that most sprinkler systems are set for uh, to water 15 minutes maybe, that'll get the top couple of inches of water, uh, water, top couple of inches of soil watered. And that is where the roots really for most trees are nowhere close to that, they're much deeper. So they need to have a longer soaking uh, water than the sprinkler system is, is, is designed to do. Now, I will say that's not a never thing. Um, I ran across a tree that was in a lot of stress. It happened to be in a front yard bordered by driveway and building and alleyway. That area, that little square that the tree was in, happened to have a sprinkler system. And in that situation there, that particular zone of the sprinkler system was perfect. You just had to, you know, tell tell it to uh, to water for you know half hour, forty five minutes, rather than the ten minutes that it was uh, uh, set for for the lawn. And when it did that, it was just by sheer coincidence of the structure of the concrete and and, and buildings around it was perfect for watering that particular tree. So that means you have to get some sort of a a system out where you're 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 dropping the water around the tree in various locations, not just uh, right around the trunk. So uh, you know, just just figure that calculation of how tall the tree is, see how far out around uh, you need to go, and then get a hand sprinkler and, and move it around the tree. Or or I have a uh, one that's that uh, I have a setup that's got three sprinklers in a row connected with hoses in between them. I just drag that around to the trees that I want to water, set it out, uh, set those three sprinklers around the tree equally, and turn it on and tell my phone to tell me when 45 minutes is done and come back and and, uh, move that uh, system to the next tree. Cattlemen, when you're looking to buy and sell cattle, look no further than Kimball Livestock Exchange in Kimball, South Dakota. At Kimball Livestock Exchange, you'll find cattlemen working for cattlemen with a sale every Tuesday. If you can't make it to the barn, you can watch the sale live on Cattle USA. Visit KimballLivestockExchange.com to view upcoming sale information. For more sale information or to consign, call the barn at 605-778-6211, chat at 605-870-0697, or wade at 605-730-1801. So uh, as we're watching our trees start to get the buds and leaves start to develop, the advice would be to kind of maybe look a little more carefully than we usually do just to see if we can notice some signs of stress. It is hard to see 
that kind of stress, especially in the spring, because you are going to have the flush of new growth and new growth is going to come out and it's going to just look pristine and nice and green and very noticeable because we haven't had green, you know, here for quite a while. Um, you know, I'm looking out at my lawn right now and it, it's a straw colored with green pushing through in a few places. So, yeah, pay attention to seeing what the leaves are looking around, uh, looking like, if there's holes in them or if there is after a month, they start doing some dropping per se, uh, perhaps. Um, see if there are a lot of woodpeckers in the tree doing their thing. That might indicate that there is something that they find delicious just below the bark. And so there could be some grubs in there or, or a, a grub or larva of some some insect. So that requires, you know, some, some observation as well. Um, but vegetatively, it's going to be hard to see the stress initially. And like I said, just, just check with the screwdriver and make sure it's getting uh, extra water and then pay attention, see if there is something else going on. That'll take some time, and, uh, but, uh, you know, eventually will become uh, observable. And, uh, and, and uh, then you can uh, ask questions, bring in samples, uh, show us pictures or whatever at the store here. The one thing I would say for people, if they want to do their own sleuthing, there's Google, there's lots of information out on the Internet. Not all of it is good. You know, there are a lot of blog sites that just talk absolute nonsense and garbage. So I do Google searches as well, and I will Google, you know, or, or whatever searches. I will do the description of what's going on, what kind of tree it is, but then I always add .edu as, as part of the URL web uh, designs web addresses, I'll add that .edu on there, and that will bring the extension uh, publications up to the top, and you'll be able to see those immediately. And then you start looking at extension areas that are close by. Uh, Minnesota has quite a few. Uh, and, and you can start to see uh, answers that are more scientifically driven and closer to home and get advice that's area appropriate as well. With Agriculture In-Depth, brought to you by Sioux Nation in Fort Pier and Kimball Livestock Exchange, I'm DRG Media Group News and Farm Director Jody Heemstra.